Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 192 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham, and this week I'm going to be talking to you about how to get more time in your business. I mean, talk about the question that is on all of our lips, right? I feel like I ask myself this question every day. I'm like, I've not got enough time. How do I get more time? First thing I want to say is that there is no answer to the question of how do I get more time? There is a limited number of time in an hour, in a day, in a week, in a year. I could keep going. You get my gist. We've all heard it before. Time is our most limited asset. And when you are growing a business, especially anyone who is listening to this, that is in the phase of scaling, pivoting, you know, running a business that's already established, or perhaps you're at the start and you're running a business alongside a job or alongside a family, wherever you're at, you will resonate with this in some way of feeling like your time is incredibly limited and asking yourself this question of, right, how do I get more time? And where I think we should start, is by not asking the question, how do I get more time? But instead ask the question of how do I get more out of my time? Time is a limited resource. We know that, we get that. So why are we searching for more time? What we need to instead be searching for is how we can get more out of the time that we already have. Whatever stage of business you're at, time is going to be precious to you. And something I want to acknowledge before getting into this episode and sharing how we can get more out of our own time is that getting more out of your time in your business is not necessarily about them being able to do more work with that time. I think that can be one of the misconceptions like, oh, this conversation is just all about, you know, the toxic narrative that we always need to be doing more and we need to cram loads and loads of stuff into every hour of the day. And that's just not it. This conversation isn't just for those of you who want to do more work. Also for those of you who want to do less work. For you, getting more out of your time might be something you care about because you want to spend more time chilling. You want to spend more time not working. You want to spend more time doing your hobbies with your family, whatever it is that's important to you. I want this episode to help you get more available time for that thing. I heard an amazing definition of productivity on the brilliant Ellie and Rachel's podcast the other day. If you're not familiar, their podcast is called the Business Proposal Podcast. And I'm probably going to butcher their words here, but they said something along the lines of being productive isn't about being able to do all of the things and trying to do everything. Being productive is about making sure that you are doing the things that are important to you. And for me, that is what this conversation is about. I'm not going to say you're making more time in your business so that you can do more stuff. If that's what's important to you, maybe you're growing your business, you're scaling, and you know that you need more available time to put into that growth, great. Maybe that is where that time is going. But that's not for me to decide. What you do with this extra time is totally up to you. All of us will have ways in our business that we can get more available time to be spent elsewhere. The conversation of how do we get more out of our time, I think needs to start at awareness. I see a lot of conversations around this topic jumping straight to the action. Here's the tips, here's the tricks, here's the tools, here's the hacks. That was a nice little rhyme I'd go on And don't get me wrong, I'm going to talk about that within this episode. I'm going to talk to you about four really practical ways that you can get more time back in your business. But before you do any of the practical stuff, you need a little bit of self-awareness. If you do not know where your time is going, you are going to be very inadequate 
at getting more out of your time. And what I don't mean is an awareness of like, yeah, I know where my time's going. I'm sat on my laptop, you know, nine to five, Monday to Friday. I don't just mean where your time is going in that you're working. I mean, where is your time going in terms of what work you're doing, what tasks you're working on, and not just what tasks you're doing, but what is the impact of those tasks and how impactful are those tasks for your business? You can't optimize something that you don't already have an awareness of. So this is where we need to begin is getting an awareness of where our time's actually going. And what I'd encourage you to do to gain this awareness is to do a time task audit. What I mean by a time task audit is very simply a review of a week in your business where you really get to know not just what time you're spending working, but what tasks you're doing within that time. I want you to spend a week tracking every single minute of your day. Like I said, we're not tracking the big stuff here. We're not just saying, oh, I was working on client stuff that day. I was doing admin. No, I am talking about the detail. I want you to track that you spent 12 minutes in your emails. Then I want you to track that you spent 45 minutes writing that blog post. Then I want you to track that you spent 15 minutes faffing about, looking at different tabs and sat on TikTok. By getting an awareness of where your time is being spent, you can then think so much more logically about actually how it could be spent in a better way. Awareness is step number one. There are some really great apps for this. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head uh, the one that I like to use, but I'll link it in the show notes. And it helps you to do this time task audit where every single day in your business for a week or for more than a week, if your weeks change a lot and you need to get a kind of wider grasp of things, you sit and you track where your time is going. Once you have that awareness, first of all, might be a little bit surprised at what you see. A lot of the time when I do this with clients, I'll say to them in our session, right, we need to know where your time is going. And they'll reel things off to me of like, oh, it's going here and here and here and here. And I go, right, I believe you, but could you just go and spend a week tracking your time? And they'll often come back to me and go, oh, I didn't realize quite how much of my time was going on that task. Or I didn't really see actually how much of it was spent not really doing any tasks at all. It's amazing how much our time can be a little bit like sand in your hand, where the second that you kind of really lose a grip on it, it all just starts going and you don't really have an awareness of where it's going. Being intentional with our time is so key. So once you've got that awareness, what I then want you to do is to look at all of those tasks that you've listed out and how much time you spend doing each of them. You've likely written things like writing social media content, replying to emails, you know, client calls, sending over client notes, you know, whatever it is you do. If you're a photographer, you're going to have time editing galleries, time spent writing up proposals, time spent actually on shoots with clients. Where your time is going is obviously dependent on your business, but you should, after you've done a time task audit, be able to see all of the different tasks that you're doing and how much time you're spending on those tasks. What I want you to do when you're looking at that list is just question, how does this feel? Look at each of the individual tasks on there and question, what is the purpose of that task? What does that task do for the business? And how do I feel about the amount of time I'm spending on it? If you are spending most of your time, let's take an example here. You might see that you are spending loads of time in your business doing financial admin, you know, writing invoices, chasing invoices, doing your book keeping, uh, you know, uploading receipts to your accounting software. So obviously the purpose of that task is, is pretty clear. We need to do the financial stuff in order for our businesses to grow and in order for them to be legal. But how do we feel 
that we're spending so much time doing what is really just a bit of a kind of essentials tick box task. It's probably not your best task as a business owner. I don't think unless you're an accountant, doing the financial stuff is probably not where your strength lies. So it's perhaps not somewhere that you want to be spending a lot of time. There might be the opposite of that with some of the things that you notice. If there's a task in there, maybe around business development, and maybe you see a real purpose in networking because it helps you to grow your business, but actually you're only spending 20 minutes a week networking and your definition of networking is scrolling through LinkedIn and liking a few posts. The purpose of networking is amazing for how it can grow your business. How do you feel about the fact that you're only spending 20 minutes doing it? What you should begin to see when you look at each of those tasks is not just the purpose of each task, but whether you want to spend more or less time doing it. And that is where we want to begin in terms of awareness is knowing where is our time going and what do we want to change about that? This will immediately give you some ideas of how you can get more time out of your business or even just where some of the kind of weak spots are in terms of how your time is being spent. So we don't just stop there because obviously awareness is step one. What we do with that awareness is the important part. So once you have all of those tasks in front of you, once you know where your time is going, it's then time for us to look at the four different ways that we can spend less time doing our tasks. I see this as a little bit of a grouping exercise where if you have all of the tasks in front of you and you have these four different ways of saving time in these tasks, you are going to try and fit a task into one of these buckets and try and optimize that task a little bit by doing one of the four things to it. So let me tell you what these four things are. The four ways that you can make a task take less time is you can automate it, you can streamline it, you can outsource it, or you can eliminate it. I'll say that again. Automate, streamline, outsource, eliminate. You should be able to slot every single task in your business into one of these camps. And whatever camp you fit it into, by doing that, you are gonna help that task to take less time in your business. So let me go through each of these in more detail. The first way, that you can spend less time on a task is you can automate it. Automating a task basically just means that you do a little bit of work up front so that that thing is then happening either without you being involved at all or just with very minimal involvement on your end. A really easy example here is that I've automated my client onboarding. When someone decides to work with me, and actually it, it happens from the point they inquire, when someone first inquires about working with me, they are part of an automation. All I have to do is tell my fancy software, it's not even fancy, I use Dubsado for anyone wondering, um, take you behind the curtain, no secrets here. All I have to do when someone wants to work with me is put their name into my Dubsado system, click a button that tells the system that they are a new client and the system automatically sends them an onboarding form. Once they filled that out, it automatically sends them an invoice. Once they filled that out, it automatically sends them their contract. And once they've paid the first payment on their invoice, it automatically sends them an onboarding email. My whole client onboarding is automated. And you know what's great about that is not only does it make an amazing experience for my clients because it's really quick and they're never waiting on anything from me and it's a very slick process. I get a lot of great feedback on it, but it also takes so much less time from me. As I said, automating is about spending time upfront so you can save it on an ongoing basis. I set up that automation that took a little bit of time, but now it happens without me even getting involved. So what are the tasks that you can automate? What are the things that you can put through tools and systems and processes that mean they're just going to be happening without you actually having to get too involved in that? You know, something like the accounting side of our business is a great example here. Can you automatically get your invoices? You 
know, I used that example earlier. If you spend a lot of time chasing invoices or reminding clients about missed payments, use invoice software that is going to send them automatic reminders about upcoming payments and it's going to chase any late payments. I so rarely spend my time chasing late payments because my software does it for me. So automating is the first way that we can save time. The second way that we can save time, and this will be the one that you can slot most of your tasks into, is we can streamline a task. By streamlining a task, all I mean is that we do something which just makes it a little bit easier to do. Let me give you a few examples here. If you notice that you are spending a lot of time replying to inquiry emails, perhaps you've always got people inquiring and you've got to send them back an email that maybe asks them some questions or tells them some information. If you are writing that email fresh every time, oh my Lord, you are spending a lot of time doing something that could be streamlined. You could write an email template that you just tweak and add to and then send out to every inquiry that you get to come through. Let me give you another example of how you could streamline. If you are spending a lot of time logging the miles that you're driving for your business, you could use an app like MileIQ, I really love it, which automatically tracks all your mileage and makes it really easy to then at the end of each month, upload your mileage to your accounting software. Going back to that example I used earlier, if you are spending a lot of your time, you know, collecting all of your receipts and then sending them over to your accountant, you know, maybe you could just use a tool like Receipt Bank so you can take a picture of your receipts and immediately it's sent off to your accountant and the task is easier to do. Another great way to streamline, and this is more around how you structure your time, is to theme your days and theme your work so that you're doing similar tasks at the same time. If you notice that in your time task audit, you are jumping between tasks all the time. One minute you're writing a blog post, then you're applying to emails, then you're hosting a workshop, then you're doing a client call, then you're doing your bookkeeping. Like that's chaotic. You are going to be less productive because you're jumping between tasks. You can streamline the way you're doing your tasks by just grouping similar tasks together. I have client days where all I do is I sit on client calls and then my client calls inevitably take less energy and time from me. They are more streamlined because I'm doing them all at once. I'm not jumping between different headspaces. If you're sitting down every single day to create content, maybe not as streamlined as it could be because you're having to kind of get in the zone every single time you go to create it. So you could easily streamline that task by maybe just doing all of that content creation at once. Streamlining a task is often the easiest and quickest and cheapest way that you can get more of your time back. So that's the second thing you can do. The third thing that you can do, and this is a little bit more dependent on having the budget. So if you're perhaps further on in your business, this might be one that really resonates with you, is to outsource a task. Outsourcing is simply where you give the task away to someone else. You give it to a team member, you hire a freelancer, you get a virtual assistant, someone else does the task for you. And this is best for tasks that are not in your zone of genius. Years ago, I used to edit and produce this podcast that you're listening to today. I can edit the podcast. I actually quite enjoy it, but it's not where my time is best spent. So there came a point in the business where it didn't make sense for me to be editing this podcast, not only because I wasn't doing a great job, but also because it wasn't where my time was most valuable. My time is most valuable recording podcasts, speaking to clients, creating content, hosting workshops, networking. So all of the things that can be done by other people are things that I can potentially outsource. And by outsourcing a task, it'll not only be done better in most scenarios because we hire people who are better at us than that certain thing, but also it will then free up your time to do all of the things that really matter. If you are fully booked with clients and you want to make more money, 
we're going to need more time to work with more clients. So you need to outsource some of the things that don't need to be done by you so that you can spend more time working with clients, making the money, doing the stuff that really matters. And outsourcing doesn't have to be expensive. It can be as simple as having a virtual assistant who does just a few hours for you a month that helps you. It could be finding someone who is new to the industry that's maybe looking for a freelance role to support them as they're building up their own business and they can provide some help to you. Yes, outsourcing can look like hiring a full employee, but it doesn't have to be that extreme. So that's a third thing you can do to a task. You can outsource it. And the fourth and final thing you can do to a task, which is my favorite thing to do to a task, is you can eliminate it. This is my favorite one because you just get to get rid of it. You don't have to do it. If it's not a task that is genuinely needed in your business, if you're doing it because you feel like you should, or because that one person on a podcast one day told you it was a useful thing to do, but you don't actually think it's that useful for your business, don't do it. A lot of the time when I do these time task audits, not just with clients, but with my own business, I will find a good few tasks in there that when I question it, don't really need to get done. Or perhaps they do need to get done, but not as frequently as I'm doing them. An easy thing to eliminate a lot of the time is the procrastination tasks. I spend more time than I'd like to admit scrolling through TikTok. I like to pretend that's purposeful for the business. It's really not because my feed on TikTok is not really business accounts. It's random things. It's dogs. It's food. It's people traveling. It's funny videos. So every time I do a time task audit, I usually choose to eliminate my TikTok scrolling. Obviously that then often comes back in, but eliminate doesn't just have to be for things like TikTok scrolling, but it can be for any task in your business that you see not really having a clear benefit. If you've been doing something for a while and you haven't seen the benefit of it and it's not an essential in your business, consider, is it something that you can eliminate? Because that is a very, very easy way to get more time back is actually just to spend less time doing the things that don't matter. So those are the four things that you can do with all of the tasks in your business to get more time back. You can automate them, you can streamline them, you can outsource them, you can eliminate them. And something I'd encourage you to do if you're wanting to put this process into motion and do a time task audit and do those four things is to do it one area of your business at a time. It can feel overwhelming to be like, oh gosh, I need to optimize every single one of my tasks but do it area by area. If when you do your time task audit, you notice that marketing is something that you spend loads of time on and you know you could probably slicken that time up, slicken, what a phrase, (laughs) then start with marketing. Do all of your marketing tasks and think, right, which of these can I automate, streamline, outsource, and eliminate? Once you've figured out your marketing and up-leveled that stuff, try another set of tasks. Maybe next you could do your client work and do all of those steps with those tasks. Then maybe you could do your admin and your financial tasks. If you try and do everything at once, it's probably going to be too much change and it's going to feel overwhelming. So small changes will add up. Identify the areas of your business, the type of tasks that are really sucking your time and start with those. This is a constant improvement in business. You'll never reach kind of optimum efficiency because as soon as you've optimized your time, you'll fill your time. And then what will you need to do? You'll need to optimize it again. And that's just part of the process. For the last, I'd say five years of business, I've always been looking for more ways that I can get more out of my time. And that's just part of the process now. And this is a process I take myself through a lot. I'll do that time task audit. I'll identify where my time is going and what might need to change. And then I'll think about what I can do about it. I'll think, what can I automate? What can I streamline? What can I outsource? And what can I eliminate? Now, there's a whole nother part to this conversation that we can have here, which is more around kind of time management, you know, looking at boundaries around your time, structures in your day, how you are setting yourself up for your work day and helping 
helping yourself to be as productive as possible. But that's a whole nother conversation. And if you want to hear that on the podcast, let me know. I can share a lot more on that topic. I love getting nerdy with all things time management, but I really hope that you have found this episode useful. I know these topics don't always feel super exciting, but as I said, time is our most precious asset and whatever stage of business you're at, getting more out of your time, whether that's so you can spend more time in your business or spend more time out of it, then it is going to be valuable for you. So as always, I'd love to know what you thought of this episode. Let me know how your time task audit goes. You can come and share with me over on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Just search Alice Benham on either of those platforms and I'll hopefully pop up. But that is it for another episode. I will be back in your ears next week for another guest conversation. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on that. And remember... It is not about how can I get more time. It is about how can I get more out of my time. Remember that.